For Off the Block, I'm Vinny Lopes, and we are now joined by Penn State men's volleyball head coach Mark Pavlik after his team got a comeback victory tonight, beating number five, Lewis, on the road. And, Coach, have to ask, you know, how would you assess your team's performance tonight? Well, I, I think our passers really want us to match. Anytime you face a team like Lewis, certainly this year's Lewis team, fits the bill as big, strong, and physical. Uh, we went to a five-game match and didn't surrender an ace. Our, uh, our passers did a phenomenal job of just competing against their servers. Uh, I'm not saying we were perfect with our passing, but we just fought real hard to keep uh, keep balls off the court so we could get swings. And, uh, but they, uh, they did a wonderful job with, uh, with passing and serving. And, Coach, looking at the way this match played out, obviously, game two, lengthy overtime game, you wind up losing that. How were you able to get your team to bounce back in game three after just such an emotional game like that and being down two? Well, I I think this team has a a resiliency streak in it that's pretty wide. I think we're seeing that. Last week at BYU, there were some stretches where we were down and we kept clawing back and clawing back. Uh, You you saw bits and pieces of it then. uh, Yesterday at Loyola, game one, we were down early and we we found a way to come back and and put it into an extended match. And uh, I think the same thing kind of reared its head today and certainly in game two there. I don't, you look at our team, I told the guys, I just, I look out and it doesn't matter who you have on the floor, there's just no panic, there's no look of whether we're losing or winning, we're, we're just in the moment, we're, we're worried about the next contact, we're, uh, this team's developing a very great attitude of moving on, I think sometimes people talk about recovering from losses and and mistakes. I think recovering, recovering from success is just as important. And you, know, you can't get too high, can't get too low, especially in January volleyball. But, uh, the resiliency of this team could be very good for us as the year wears on. Well, Coach, I have to ask you about one player in particular, Calvin Mendy, and a couple aces in that in the fifth game. But just him being back on the court, you know, just all the injuries that he's gone through and everything. As a coach, how great is it to see him on there have a night like he had night where he has 16 kills, hits more than 300? Yeah, I think we, you know, the, the bar that Cal set his freshman year uh, is pretty high, and I still think he's trying to get back to that level of, uh, of execution. You know, having him out there as someone that's a uh, pretty intelligent kid, he understands what needs to be done. Uh, you see him figuring out how to play the game more and more every time he steps on it. Got a seven-footer out there on the right antenna that causes some people to change shots. And, you know, it was a it was a pretty interesting matchup tonight tonight with Ryan Coonan and and Calvin. Uh, two big boys really going at it. So uh, it's nice to have Cal back in the lineup and, and doing some of those things for us. Right. And, Coach, I want to ask you, with uh, with Ryan Cohen watching that fifth game, it really seemed like you were targeting him a bit on the serve. Was that you know, part of the game plan, just with one and being a better offensive player trying to take him out of the flow by serving him? I think that's part of it. I think we don't we, – we identify guys that we think are serving targets, if you will, 
but then we also allow our team. We don't want to we don't want to put the handcuffs on our guys for serving. Uh, if they can hit their best serve, they hit their best serve, and it's it's near their best passer. We'll take our chances. If their best serving area they they match up against uh, an inexperienced passer, we'll take that too. But uh, I thought there were times we did try to make Ryan work a little bit more. He knew they were coming off a very, very, very emotional, physical match against Hawaii, and we uh, we had hoped we could uh, outlast them, and maybe we did a little bit. You know, maybe we that 37, 35, or whatever that turned out to be uh, was something that we just we kept pushing through it, and I think at the end of that second game, we liked where we were at. We just kind of came out and, and kept that level. Yeah. And, Coach, I want to ask, you know, I saw some of your comments after your losses last week to, to BYU, and, you know, kind of you talking about being kind of just happy with the way the team was playing, even in the losses. And I want to ask, you know, with that said, in this weekend, you know, how high do you think the potential is for the team this season? You know, you know, Ben, you and I have talked for years about January volleyball. You're never really sure of where you're at. You're never really sure of where your opponents are at. Coaches are trying different things, trying to figure things out. You know, this, this is not just lineup-wise, but, you know, player, what systems. And I think I've learned over the course of my career, all that stuff takes care of itself if the season rolls along, if you're doing the right things as a team, if you're trying to play the game the right way, and if you're trying to approach every day and practice the right way. And this team, that's the one thing that's sticking out to me right now in just two weeks of, of play is we've, we've been practicing well. We've, we've been focused. Uh, it's fun in the practice gym, but there, there's a high level of attention to detail. Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably describing it much better than we actually do it, but uh, it's different. And uh, this team, top to bottom, uh, is also very unselfish. And I think they're, no matter what you ask of them, uh, individually and collectively, they seem, at least after two weeks in January, they seem to, to, to buy in. So uh, at least that's the, the big thing I'm taking away from these two weekends. The, the, the practice habits and the practice mentality is starting to pay off and, and matches for us. And, Coach, two more questions before we we let you go, you know, you kind of look at the results these past couple of weeks from the EIVA. You guys, get some good, you guys get some big wins this weekend. George Mason's had a couple of big wins. St. Francis and JIT have all had nice wins. What do you think this, this, these two weeks have said about just kind of the growth and state of the EIVA that you guys are going out and getting some big non-conference wins? Yeah, I, I think that we're all happy for that. I think this group of EIVA coaches is a funny group to be around. Uh, we want to beat the heck out of each other when we play each other, but I think we're pulling for each other. Um, I'm just really happy to see those guys and, and, and their teams and schools start to feel pretty good about themselves on a national level. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to make for an exciting EIVA season and certainly an EIVA tournament. Um, I'm really proud of uh, what my colleagues are doing and, and, and how hard they're working to get it done. Yeah. 
And coach, final question. We'll, we'll let you go on this. Um, next week, you got matches against UCLA, USC at home. I, I feel old saying this because I think five years ago I was asking you about this, but you know it's year five of this, you know, uh, Big Ten, Pac-12 rivalry series. They've had. Can you just talk about this series and what it means for you guys to have UCLA, USC coming to your your place? Yeah, it's so much fun to be on the court when you look at the uniforms. You see Ohio State, you see USC, you see UCLA, you see Penn State, and uh, it's not just the volleyball fan, but the, the sports fan recognizes and appreciates the, the outstanding excellence of their respective athletic programs and, and carries that over to their volleyball programs. And I don't, you could put uniforms on those four teams and play Tiddlywinds, and I think there's there's something magical, uh, at least in the collegiate sports world, about trying to have those four teams get together and compete. And, uh, it's just a lot of fun, great respect and great friendship uh, on that I feel toward Kevin and Jeff and John and, and their teams. And we're just looking forward to hosting them and, and having some good volleyball and being a little bit better that way. Well, Coach, I'll, I'll ask one more, and I'll, I'll end this in a j- joking matter, but you bring up Tiddlywinks. So let's say the four four of you coaches get together. Who do you think wins the game of Tiddlywinks? That's a good one. That's a good one. Maybe me, because I'm the oldest. I don't know if there's other three that have ever played it. I have. Again, I, I have played Tiddlywinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, but, you know. That might be next time you talk to those three. See if anybody's ever played Tiddly. I, I will do that, Coach. I, I will hey, do that. We're we're getting into real some real depth investigative reporting now, Benny. 